Okay. Let's do it. Buendia. We need to know who the competent people are, and we need to reward them. And even more importantly, we need to tell young people, hey, there's some hierarchies of confidence out there. Like, a thousand of them. Go be a plumber, man. Be a good one, you know? Be an honest one. Because otherwise all you do is go out there and cause trouble. We don't need people to cause more trouble. We need people to solve problems. That's what's up. We don't need people. What up, baby? How you doing? Trouble. We need people to solve problems. Solve problems. Solve problem. How you doing at that? Go be a plumber. Go be a plumber, man. Be a good one, you know? someone who knows what they're doing it's a bloody pleasure they tell you what they're going to do they tell you how much it will cost they go and do it it works and you pay Sisters, how you're doing out there? What's the, how's the volume? How's the audio? How's everything sounding? How's everything feeling? We don't need people to cause more trouble. We need people to solve problems. Go be a plumber, man. Go be a plumber, Jake. Go be a plumber, man. Come on. How about that, brothers and sisters? Welcome. It's a beautiful Domingo. Vivo aquí. We are chilling like a bunch of uh, the opposite of supervillains here in Don Studios. Play.com. Come in. We were just listening to that uh, delightful Be a Plumber seven-inch single. Seven-inch single. Seven-inch single. How about that vinyl? 
is back in stock at meaningwave.com. We got vinyl back in stock. Our brand new warehouse is up and running thanks to the tireless, tireless efforts of the beautiful Mama Don. And it actually works. It actually works. We, we uh, put vinyl back last week. We had a stream last Sunday and said, hey, the vinyl is back. And, um, and now the vinyl is back. And now I'm getting nice messages like this. Where's that nice message I got? A number of nice messages. Uh, Jonas, who was here last week uh, in the chat, um, concerned about Norwegian postage prices, as I recall, uh, ordered some vinyl, sent me a message the other day, said, just picked up my new vinyls at the UPS drop point. Incredibly fast delivery from Texas to Norway in only a few days. Glad I decided to grab these while they're available. So they were a big part of getting through the COVID timeline for me. Happy to support Akira the Don. Well, how about that? How amazing is it when things work? How amazing is it when things work? It's absolutely wonderful when things work. And then you're like, well, yeah. Things do usually work. It's funny, you can get into these headspaces. You're like, oh, nothing works. Everything doesn't work. This is terrible. Uh, when in fact, you know, the electric was probably working or, uh, you know, uh, much of society was probably functional. Uh, you know, you probably did eat. Probably there was some running water in the vicinity. Probably lots of things were working. You know, probably lots of things were working. But still, uh, it's really nice that the vinyl is working, that it's shipping, that people are getting their vinyl. That's wonderful. It's also really nice that uh, Knuntstrand, Knuntstrand in the uh, chat there, just gifted five Akira the Dawn and Meaning Wave memberships. What? What? Just gave away a bunch of memberships in the chat. How nice is that? How nice is that? Yo, Count Strand, shout out to you. That ain't nice, I don't know what is. You know? If that isn't nice, I don't know what is. I don't know what, uh, what possessed Count uh, Strand to uh, be so generous on this fine day, but that's what happened. Uh, shout out to the beneficiaries of that gift. What a great gift, says Chad Comstock. Indeed, it is a great gift. Is the gift of uh, me. You know, if you're a, I don't know what level memberships those were, you're it just merely being at level one gives you access to all the emojis. You can go and uh, download the mixes from the download section and things of that nature. Level two, you can download literally all the music, not just the mixes. Just the mixes are great. Anyway, how are you guys? Matt Strand says, I don't have the most, but I have some. The least I can do for you making such great tunes that I love listening to. To make it easier to say, it's Knut Strand. Knut Strand. Well, there you go. There you go. Delightful, delightful. Thank you very much, brother. Shout out to everybody locked in. How's everyone feeling? Let's get an international high five crack. Let's get some uh, like smashing going on. Bang that like. I do believe that uh, everybody's horse-faced overlord, Susan, is off. Susan is gone. We can no longer blame things on Susan. There's a guy coming in. I knew who the guy is. I don't hold out uh, much hope for him being much different to Susan. Other than that, I've seen a picture of him and he does not resemble, he's not equine. Is that the right word, equine? I think it's the right word. He's not equine. Between Susan, Wijinski pants, and uh, that scary lady from New Zealand, it's a bad year for ladies that look like horses. Alanis Morissette on watch. If, 
Anyone is friends with Linus Morissette, just ring her up and check she's okay. Hey. Anyway, let's do an international fan. Let's do one of those. Let me know where you are and uh, how your week has been. Two, one word for each. Where you are and how your week has been. I don't know about my week. It's been insane. We have this weird thing now where time moves simultaneously very, very fast. And then once things feel very far away, like yesterday feels very far away. I don't know where yesterday went. Yesterday, I was on my way down here to the studio. And uh, I got sidetracked. I can't remember what happened. It was sunny by the pool and the dogs were out and uh, I went to say hi to them. Next thing I knew, it was three and a half hours later and I'd just been sat by the pool with the dogs. That never happens. I was so confused. I was like, what, did I just relax for three and a half hours? That was very strange. It's because I went to, I think it's because, I went to physiotherapy. Have you ever been to physiotherapy? I have not. I went to physiotherapy. Uh, like I had some like issues with my wrist because um, Primarily because my mobility in my wrist has not historically been amazing because I haven't really used it uh, in the way that I'm using it now. Now I'm doing handstand push-ups. You know what I mean? Did I mention? Did I mention? Did I mention I now do handstand push-ups? Bedoing, bedoing, upside down. I remember the first time I saw someone doing a handstand push-up, I thought, how the fuck do they do that? That's insane. I remember the first time I tried one, I sort of <laughs> fell forward, backwards, forwards or something. It did, it did not work. There was not strength in me to, to lift myself up upside down. Now, I did 30 of them the other day. However, like, because I had not, like, dialed in mobility, it caused some, like, twingy pain issue here. So I'm gonna see, I've been going to see uh, whatever the word I just said they were was. <laughs> Physiotherapist. They get you doing crazy stuff, like sort of pushing big balls. Pushing big balls, yeah, less of that at the back, right? And then you twist your hand around and you do it with that part and up and then things like that. And just lots of exercises moving this hand around and what have you. And then they plug you into machinery, you know? Just like smash electric voltage through you for half an hour. And then they come and then they like grease you up with a load of weird grease stuff and come at you with a hot metal implement and just spin it around in little circles. It's all very exciting. All very exciting. So yeah, I've been seeing physio. I've got all these things I do now. I've got post-it notes all over the place because I'm, you know, I'm apprendiendoing. I'm learning Spanish. I've got my profe now, Tony. He comes around three times a week. He gives me homework. Yeah. So I've, I've got like post-it notes stuck to everything with the word of what the thing is or the situation. For example, there's a post-it note here now and I'm not even going to look at it because now it's going to prove that the post-it note system works, right? I'm behind the desk, right? The Spanish word for that is detrás. And let's see if I was correct. Oh yeah. Post-it note go brr, detrás. Uh, the front, I do believe is, um, uh, what would you say for the front? You'd say delante. Delante is front. And the way I have to lock this into my tired brain, right? The way I have to lock this stuff into my tired ass brain is um, 
I have to kind of make weird little associations with words. So the way I remember delante, which means front, is I think del boy, and I think of MOP's ante up. Ante up! Ante up! And that's how I locked that word in for delante. And if I don't have a little a little sequence to, to put the words together, I can forget them, you know? When I have a little sequence, I can remember. I go, oh yeah, oh yeah Del Boy, I like Del Boy. And uh, then it's cool, you know? Um, so, yeah, anyway. Um, what else? Uh, hello, Bayou. Oh, we've got, yeah, we've got our international high five going on. Let's, let's answer these. Let's discuss these international high fives. Very confusing here. See if we can do it on this one. All right, they see where I was at. We've got Dr. Agaricus says, Sapakira, good to be here. Good to see you. Oh, hang on. I missed a few. Um, let's go back. Let's see. We've got Cindy Bailey's in the building. We've got Sheila in the building. Members Time's in the house. You know, Michael is in the house. Uh, greetings from Ridgezwick. It says, love the music. I have the vinyl in the cave. I've been listening for two years now on Blaster and working the business. Blessing. That's nice, isn't it? What up, Blank says, sharing whatever juice I have left in me with all of you. I'm just here to enjoy the music, guys. Share that juice. Jordan B from SK says, isn't that ironic? It can be cited on Alanis Morissette's definition of irony. Uh, Black and Bluefins, Plymouth Rock, productive. Nice one. Free consciousness, drinking keto coffee, and observing the Sabbath. The Sabbath. On Domingo. You know, the Sabbath is actually uh, Saturday. God wanted you to chill on Saturday, not Sunday. Uh, that was an inversion, you know, from creepy types. But here we are. I mean, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? We are where we are. Um, what's keto coffee anyway? How do you keto coffee? Doesn't, isn't coffee by nature keto? I don't understand. Uh, Dr. Agarikus says, Sapakira, good to be here. Good to see you. Full killer from Maryland and exciting. Exciting week for Full Killer. That's nice. What happened? Bio1987 says, What's up from Naples, Flafla? Was just on a bicycle ride listening to the Alan Watts mixtape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little laugh from our friend Alan. <laughs> Isn't that nice? What a delightful chuckle. Delightful chuckle. Sunday was become my favorite day. God, family, and the M-A-Z, says Chad. Correct. Correct. Javier, what's up, baby? Chris Champagne. Says, yesterday I went to make lunch, but it was dinner time. Life is suffering. Members time, Virginia Beach, Virginia. The week has been progressive. Getting after it, family, and at work. Get after it. Nice. Kyla and Flava. Also exciting. Good to see you. Jordan B from SK is in the house. Says, love you all. Sending good vibes. God bless you. Isn't that nice? If that isn't nice, I don't know what is. High five up. High near Coyote Hills. Says Shecky. Uh, blank says, terrible. Oh, I'm sorry. Melinda drops a little party face. That's nice, isn't it? Hi, Jordan, says Shecky. Isn't that nice? Keeps in the house, Victoria, BC. Mild weather, steady work, building good habits. Proud of you. Proud of you. Shout out to everyone in the house. Uh, Black and Bluefin says handstand push-up is also known as the Jamiroquai pull-up. I wish I understood that reference. I like Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai. People used to mock Jamiroquai, you know? People, when he was out in the 90s and people were into Britpop in all the music magazine people and all the serious music people and they were like, oh, this Jamiroquai with his Ferraris and his disco, Ugh. And they kind of cast aspersions and they looked down on him. It's interesting now, right, in 2023, 
people still listen to Jamiroquai. You go to a club, they play Jamiroquai. You listen to the radio, they play Jamiroquai, right? Tyler, the creator, talks about Jamiroquai being an influence, you know what I mean? Like 99% of those trendy Britpop bands, no one, no one gives a shit about, you know what I mean? They don't even really play Blur anywhere. They might play Gorillaz. You know what I mean? Isn't it interesting? I think it looks like Jamiroquai triumphant. I think Jamiroquai won the war. Shouts out to Jamiroquai. I could tell you a story about Jamiroquai, but it's not PG. We'll have to leave that for after dark. I believe there might be children listening. Our Sivian, Melbourne, Australia. Challenging. You got it. You can do the challenge. You can do the challenge. Fulkilis says, I've been there, Akira. I don't think there was any grease, though. If you did not get grease in your physiotherapy, then you was, uh, you was, uh, um, ripped off. And you should go back and demand the grease. It's interesting, the grease. I believe it is a conductor. It is there to conduct, I believe. I could be wrong. Shecky says, YouTube has been feeding me some vintage Akira the Don. This has been very enjoyable. If this isn't nice. I don't know what is. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, shouts out to Free Consciousness. So many people sending messages. Isn't that nice? Benjamin. Kira, you are and always will be an inspiration. Excuse me. Let me try that again. Benjamin. Akira the Don, you are and always will be an inspiration to me. Grateful you're on this earth. Hey, shouts out to you, bad man. Thank you. You, you, you. Hey, we're going to listen to vinyl today. You know that, right? We're here to listen to a vinyl LP. Isn't that nice? Drop a message in a group chat somewhere. Tell a homie. It's going down. We're going to listen to vinyl. Sexy time. Ah, uh, yeah. And we're going to do an international high five right now. Let's do it. All right? It's, it's the thing where you do a high five at the same time as all the homies across space and time. You get the energy from the homies across space and time. It's the international high five. Three, two, one. S. Get it, get it, get it. There, there. Then you hold it, right? How's that? Does that feel good? I don't know what it is. Welcome to the future. I got momentarily sad and angry last night. Because I read the uh, Penguin books who published Roald Dahl. It was, you know, everybody. Everybody's everybody's favorite children's author. Uh, they they're 1984ing his books. They're 1984ing Roald Dahl's books. If you remember, in 1984, there was that paragraph, something along the lines of, you know, every street had been renamed, every statue re repersonified, every book had been rewritten. He who controls the past controls the future. If the news is fake, imagine history. If the news are fake, imagine history, my bad. Amused chimp. History is a lie agreed upon. Someone else said that, and that was probably a lie. It's like that quote from uh, Himmler. 
The one about uh, telling a lie big enough that everybody believes it wasn't actually a quote from Himmler, right? Anyway, Penguin Books is 1984-ing Roald Dahl and rewriting his books uh, in order to fit with the current thing. Which is, and you'd be like, oh, okay, this, what are they doing? Well, here's an example. In The Witches, the original, don't be foolish, my grandmother said. You can't go around pulling the hair of every lady you meet, even if she's wearing gloves. Just you try it and see what happens. That's been changed too. Don't be foolish, my grandmother said. Besides, there are plenty of other reasons why women might wear wigs, and there is certainly nothing wrong with that. Like, it's not a word. It's a whole fucking sentence. They're in there tampering with whole sentences of the greatest children's author of all time. Whole sentences, not just like a work. This is a good one, right? From The Witches as well. Even if she's working as a cashier in a supermarket or typing letters for a businessman has been changed to... You can probably guess what they're going to do here. Even if she is working as a top scientist or running a business. Go, go, boss! Oh, come on. Girl boss is only in the works of Roald Dahl. She went on olden day sailing ships with Joseph Conrad. She went to Africa with Ernest Hemingway. And to India with Rudyard Kipling has been changed too. She went to 19th century estates with Jane Austen. She went to Africa with Ernest Hemingway and California with John Steinbeck. What the fuck happens to Rudyard Kipling? They're erasing Rudyard Kipling. And what they're doing here, they're not like updating this to, for modern times to make it seem like it's in modern times. They're changing the past to make it seem like people would be writing about John Steinbeck instead and referencing John Steinbeck instead of Rudyard Kipling. And to make it seem like in the past, uh, they were talking about women being top scientists and running businesses in the past. So that's all rather uh, cringe. Uh, the pot-bellied dwarf from Fantastic Mr. Fox is no longer a pot-bellied dwarf. He's just called Bruce. Bruce! I remember someone else who used to be called Bruce. He won the Olympics. Years later, they put him on the cover of magazines. And, uh, and now here we are. Now here we are. Little fat brown mouse has become little brown mouse. No fat mice allowed. Fat mice have been erased have raised from the world. There will be no fat mice. Alright? No fat mice allowed. Why the fuck not? I've seen a fat mouse. Why just the other day we were uh we went for a walk, you know, and um Hercules started screaming at a car. He's like, yeah, oh no, look, look, look. We're like, what? Chill. We thought he was running in the road. We was like, don't get run over, boy. Anyway, he was he was very distraught because he was like, look, they're all ganging up on this mouse. It was a gang of street cats, you know, and one of them had a mouse in, a mouse in its mouth. That's a cat. That's what they do. Hercules was very distraught. No, 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 the bully, the poor mouse. He had like tears in his eyes. I was like, yo, this is life. Young man, this is the world. This is what it is. Where do you think your state comes from? I mean, cats don't hunt it. I mean, come on, we got a street cat. It brought a bird to the door the other day as some kind of a gift. Life is suffering. The question is, is what you're going to do with that suffering? Anyway, uh, yeah, no fat people allowed in Roald Dahl anymore. No ugly people. You know, Mrs. Twit from the Twits is no longer ugly. They removed ugly from her descriptive. They also removed, like, foul hag. 
All right, so Mrs. Twit from the Twits is no longer an ugly, foul hag. I do believe Mr. Twit is still ugly. <laughs> anyway, so there we are. Um, I'm quite pleased. I bought Hercules the collected rolled doll for Christmas. All of them. He had some of them. Now he's got all of them. And uh, these will now be like rare artifacts that will probably be like hunted down by uh, military robots in some dystopian timeline that we might hop into if we're not careful. People will be, the military robots will be banging on your door demanding demanding illicit Roald Dahl books. Do you have the updated Roald Dahl? You know, it's not the first time this has happened though. Did you know that? Did you know that? It's not the first time it happened. this has happened to Roald Dahl's work. The Umpa Lumpers who you might know as like lovable orange fellows. They're now non-binary, by the way. They've made the Umpalumbas non-binary. Not a joke. Not a joke. They literally have. Um, yeah, the Umpalumpas used to be black pygmies that uh, that Willy Wonka enslaved in the Congo. In the first version of the book. It's true. And then they changed that when it was no longer acceptable to go to the Congo and enslave black pygmies and make them work for you in a factory. Doesn't matter how happy they are in the factory, singing and dancing and a, and a, you know, um, bathing in a river of chocolate or whatever, flying around in the whiskey washing machine or whatever that thing was. No matter. Not allowed. We don't accept that kind of thing anymore. Thank you. Thank you very much. And we also no longer accept fat, ugly women or the descriptions of them. We will not describe them as such. Oh, that was the other thing. There's, they removed double chin from... There's no mention of double chins now. Anyway, so that, uh, that briefly uh, made me angry and upset. And then, then I allowed that to, to pass and wash it over me. And, uh, and it became mirth and amusement. Uh, and then I had a look at Penguin's uh, Twitter account, and they are being, uh, you know, rightfully sort of um, mobbed with people going, how dare you? I'm never buying another Penguin book in my life. Well, we'll see. We'll see. If you stick to that, it might work. We'll see. We'll see. According to, um, I can't remember where it was, I read it. Um, Roald Dahl was uh, military intelligence. He did fly a plane. Did you ever read his book, Boy? It's a very good book. About when he was a boy and then he was in the army. Cindy Bailey says, not beautiful, JBP. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that's one of my favorite mimetic. Occurrences. That should just be on the the, in the replies of everything. Really. Black and Blue Fin says the Mind Unveiled channel on YouTube covers a raised history. A wonderful rabbit hole. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. What was I saying the other day? This is it. Everyone's going on about Project Bluebeam this week. I'm like, now, Bluebeam is so 2012. Right? This is mud flood season. Right? This is mud flood season. Remember I told you we were talking about the, the swing, you know, from psychedelic to nihilist from... And uh, part of that swing, the, uh, so the seven-year pendulum, you know, that goes from that psychedelic to uh, dark and then back again. 
that peaked, the dark peaked in 2020 and you start swinging back in the other direction. As I was saying, part of what happens is, you know, people become start becoming more conspiratorial. Uh, well, no, they don't become more conspiratorial. That never goes away. It's the conspiratorial becomes more esoteric. So you went from a period around 20, 2012, conspiratorial was sort of peaking in a sort of sci-fi fashion. Everyone's thinking about aliens. They just started talking about giants and then it came plummeting down to ground and then suddenly it was all like feminism and Islam and, and, uh, and you know, bathrooms, right? It's starting to go off into weirdness again now. And it's back to giants. We're picking up on giants and giant trees and mountains actually being, uh, you know, tree stumps and things like that. Mud floods and domes and antarctics and all sorts of stuff that's where that's where the culture is going now and it's a lot more fun and a lot more interesting than the miserable shit we've been having to put up with since 2013 frankly i'm all about it i am very pro very pro um, sci-fi psychedelic esoteric conspiratorial um considerations i find them very fun and interesting Someone's saying something about my backdrop. Austin Zumbrunnen says, Akira, your backdrop is giving me Austin Powers vibes. And I'm all for it. Yeah, baby. What? Austin Powers vibes? Aren't I in hell or something? Oh, where I am? I where I am. I'm somewhere cool. Look, there's explosions of things going off behind me. I'm in Ohio. That's where I am. I'm in Ohio. Only in Ohio. I did find it fascinating that Ohio became a meme. To the point that, like, a decade-old Little B song is being sung by my son and his friends. I'm like, why are you singing Little B, Hercules? So, so it's quite an inappropriate song. Why are you singing Little B? So how you know this song, Dada? I'm like, it's Little B! That's the bass god. When you say bass, where do you think that comes from? I told you before. I told him, I've told him before about Little B. Then he gets all excited and he calls all his friends. Oh, you know, only in a higher song. That's Dada's friend. He's been on stage with him and they did a show together. And everyone's like, whoa, really? Your dad knows the Ohio song guy? Anyway, so Ohio becomes a meme and then they Chernobyl the place. Fuck. Anyway, um, shout out to everybody logged in. We're going to listen to some records. All right, we're going to be listening to. We're going to listen to some delightful records. Who's ready to listen to some records? Who's ready to listen to some records? We've got some wonderful. Uh, Cindy Bailey says weirdness is an understatement. Yeah, I know. We're going to need new words. All right, new word for weirdness. But anyway, never mind all that. We've got an album to listen to. All right, we've got um, we've got vinyl to listen to. Do we need um, we need one more instrumental? I think probably. Yeah, we do. Because uh, taking out vinyl and pressing, putting it on, it's it's um, more involved a process than pressing play on an MP3. Did you know that? The next question. Here it is, here it is, here it is. The, look at this, this is incredible. Look, it's got a barcode. We got barcodes. We got barcodes up in this. Look, no, where's the barcode? 
barcode. All right, see, we've got barcode. All right, and that's how the people in the warehouse know where everything is, which is very cool. So we've got a warehouse. A warehouse is very different. It's not nothing to do with werewolves. Warehouse, all right, warehouse. And in this warehouse, there's all this vinyl, you know, and there's boxes of this vinyl, boxes of the other vinyl. Boxes of this vinyl. This is Be A Plumber, the seven inch. It's got Be A Plumber instrumental on the B side. Which, uh, I'm aware, is not on streaming services. It will be. It will be coming to streaming services um, soon. I'm, I'm working out all the missing instrumentals. I know there's a bunch of missing instrumentals, and, and lots of you have been on at me about it for, for years. Carry the dot. Where are the David Foster Wallace instrumentals? By Jove, you say so very, very sweetly. Uh, so all your missing instrumentals are coming. All right? Don't you worry about a thing. We've got your missing instrumentals. They're coming. But um, now we have delightful vinyl, you know? So this is all in the warehouse, and it ships out uh, within 48 hours. Within 48 hours, we'll reach you within two days of shipping, two to 10 days, depending on where you live. We've already discovered if you live in Norway, it will get to you in a matter of days. Isn't that exciting? Look at this. Oh. Oh, yeah. I need an overhead camera to really do this justice, don't I? But anyway, look, it's got this nice book. Bookie book, all the lyrics. Oh, and look, it's got a nice picture of me. Look, look there's me, you know, pondering over my um, labors on the inside of this bookie book. Oh, so very delightful. Um, anyway, yeah, so this is uh, available for you to order in the store now. Look, look, it's got inside. It says, you're more powerful than you think, which is true. And it's a good thing to know, and a good thing to be reminded of, you know? Wait, what just happened there? Oh, okay. Um, anyway, yeah, so this is two, it's a double vinyl. Most of our records are double vinyl because our albums are often quite long. But even if they're not, this one isn't that long. But if you put things on, the more vinyl you put the songs on, the better the quality. And uh, it, this is why we get so many messages from people saying, oh my goodness, your vinyl is such amazing quality. It sounds so good. Uh, that's because, you know, we, we put in that work and put in that effort and put it on that double vinyl. So yeah, open up. What I would do if I was you, I would um, open up a tab, click the link in the description, go to meaningwave.com and uh, order yourself some vinyl if you don't already have it. If you do have it, maybe order some more and send it to your mum. you know, be, be a good son or daughter. And uh, we're now, without further ado, a do-do-do, a da-da-da. I think we'll drop the needle on this bad boy. Where's the flipping track listing? Ah, uh, here we go. Yes, side A. So this is JBP Wave Genesis. This is the, um, I think it's the second JBP Wave album. Oh my goodness! I forgot about this. You see this vinyl? Oh my goodness. You see this vinyl? You see it's marbled. Oh my goodness. Wow, this is incredible. All right, so yeah, this was, um, 12 Rules for Life was the first album after we made those mixes, you know, we made beautiful mixes. And um, then I wrote, then, um, you know, I was in communication with the good doctor and I said, hey, I'd love to make an album of 12 Rules for Life. And he said, that would be very interesting. Do it, you know, something like that. 
So it did, and it was great, and it came out great. And then I was like, right, let's. Um, I want to get some of those moments from those early mixes and turn them into proper songs because I'd developed Meaning Wave by that point into this sort of more song than mix format, you know? And uh, that was the beginning of what became JBP Wave Genesis, which is this album right here, you know? We're going to listen to this album right here. I'm going to put that there. Hopefully it's going to not fall over. All right. There it is. Very nice. We can put this on that. Hmm. Okay, I don't know if that's... There we go. There. That work? Yeah, that works. You can see... There we go. We can see the artwork. We can see the turntable. We can see the needle. We can see the beautiful marbled purple vinyl. Absolutely incredible. And... Um... <laughs> Put your hands together, brother and sisters. We're about to listen to a legendary, a legendary piece of Meaning Wave history, a beloved album. It'll be, I haven't listened to this since, uh, since these first got made, you know? So it'll be interesting to see if this record holds up. Hey, maybe it's rubbish. What do you reckon? Let's find out. Brothers and sisters, put your hands together. This is JBP Wave Genesis. Some things you do will make you feel disintegrated 
It's a physiological sensation. Some things improve your integrity and some things disintegrate you. The things that disintegrate you, you often do to impress other people. You're escaping what you know to be your moral obligation. And your moral obligation stems naturally from your aims. And if you don't have an aim, well then, you're aimless. It's really hard to make something beautiful. 
terrified of it. People are terrified of color. They paint their walls beige. They're terrified of art. They buy some mass-produced thing because they don't want anybody laughing at them for their lack of taste. And they would get laughed at because they have no taste. But you have to... Well, it's right. Because what do you know, right? You have to develop it. And so you're going to stumble along and make mistakes to begin with. And you're going to show yourself. Because if you buy, oh, I think this is pretty. And, you know, somebody comes over and goes, hey, what's up with you? It's kind of hard on your self-esteem. But, but it's a stu you're stumbling towards the right... You're stumbling towards the kingdom of God. That's what you're stumbling towards when you try to make an aesthetic decision. Make it beautiful. Make it beautiful. Make it beautiful. Make it, make it beautiful. Make it beautiful. It's really hard to make something beautiful. Make it beautiful. It's really worthwhile. Make it beautiful. It's really hard to make something beautiful. Make it beautiful. It's really worthwhile. Beauty is absolutely terrifying to people because beauty, beauty highlights what's ugly. And so if you start to make your room beautiful, then everything around that isn't like that just starts to glow in the worst sense. It's terribly dangerous. That's why people are afraid of beauty, but it's the greatest thing you can do. Beautiful things are beautiful for a reason. That beauty has depth, like it's real depth, man. That's what gets you in touch with the transcendent and the divine is beauty. You introduce that into your room. You're playing with fire. And people will resist it. Make it beautiful. Make it beautiful. Make it beautiful. Make it, make it beautiful. Make it beautiful. It's really hard to make something beautiful. Make it beautiful. It's really worthwhile. Make it beautiful. It's really hard to make something beautiful. Make it beautiful. It's really worthwhile. I was in this museum a while back. It was full of these paintings from the late Renaissance. There was like a dozen of them in this one room. Every painting on that wall was worth $300 million. Like minimum. You couldn't buy those paintings. Like there was like a dozen of them in there. I thought, wow. There's like $3.6 billion worth of paintings in this room. And people are making pilgrimages from all over the world just to look at them. It's like, what the hell's going on? It's like, yeah, no kidding. What the hell's going on? There's beauty in those paintings. There's beauty and it's magnificent. And part of what it does is say, you aren't who you should be. That's what beauty does to you. That's why you're intimidated by a beautiful woman. A staggeringly beautiful woman. It's like, oh my God. You know, attractive for sure, but definitely intimidated. Like, well, that's because you aren't who you could be. Beauty does that to you. Because beauty has that contrast. trying to make sense of this, eh? Because, well, what the hell's going on? Why am I selling out 3,000-person auditoriums? I use the stage, let's say, as a opportunity in real time to think. I've been thinking, well, if you're surfing, you don't confuse yourself with the wave. The wave. The wave. That's a real mistake. You might be on top of the wave. This long-form discussion and the public hunger for that is best conceptualized like that. There's a technological revolution. It's a deep one. Online video 
audio, immediately accessible to everyone all over the world. It's turned the spoken word into a tool that has the same reach as the printed word. So it's a Gutenberg revolution in the domain of video and audio. And it might be even deeper than the original Gutenberg revolution because it isn't obvious how many people can read, but lots of people can listen. The way, the way, the way, you might be on top of the way. got a little bit of that with TV, right? And you got a little bit of it with radio. But there was bandwidth limitations that were really stringent, especially in TV, where you could get 30 seconds if you were lucky and six minutes if you were stellar to elucidate a complicated argument. So you can't do that. Everything gets compressed to a kind of oversimplified entertainment. But now, all of a sudden... We have this forum for long-form discussion. Real long-form discussion. Turns out that everyone is way smarter than we thought. The way. The way. The way. That's the real mistake. You might be on top of the way. The way. The way. The way. The people at the forefront of this are being cascaded forward like a surfer on a giant wave on this technological transformation. It's necessary to keep your ego under control. With regards to the people coming to see me, the proper attitude towards that, and I think this is true for any performer, is gratitude. You bloody well be happy those people are there. And you should never think there's something spectacularly special about yourself that's attracting these people and that somehow you're above them and they're your fans or there's this real power differential, even though that sort of manifests itself because people are so happy to see you. That's a dangerous pathway and I truly am ridiculously overwhelmed and grateful and happy and pleased that all these people show up. Mortally and 
physically and all that, but the thing is, is that both the infinite possibility and the constraint are necessary. Like they, that's what makes up the genie, it has to be both at the same time. And the idea that, you know, if you find your genie, you can have your wishes, it's right. You have to really want what you're wishing for. Or you have to make the proper sacrifices to get it. It can't be just some whim. You have to ask for something that you would rather not have. Which is usually wisdom. Somebody asked me about prayer. They asked me if I prayed, and I thought, well, it depends on what you mean by that. Exactly. I don't ask God for favors. which is a big thing to think because you never know how much you're doing wrong. It might be something that you really don't want to contend with. But if you clear some space to meditate on that, probability that you'll figure out something that you did that was stupid, that's bending you and twisting you in the wind, you'll get an answer very, very rapidly. I don't ask God for favors.
better, better than alcohol, right. man. Yeah, and the funny thing is, if you're trying to stop drinking, you need something better than alcohol. And alcohol's pretty good, so you better find something a lot yeah. better, man. <laughs> esteemable people do esteemable things. It's like, yeah, well, you want to figure out something that you're doing with your life that's worth not getting drunk and screwing up. You might say, well, why do people drink too much? If you like alcohol, that's a stupid question. Why do people drink too much? Well, because it's great. So why stop? Well, you do stupid things when you're drunk. You hurt yourself. You, you compromise your health. It's really hard on the people around you. You tend to turn into a liar, and it screws up your life. It's like, yeah, but it's pretty fun. Yeah, well, it is. But you need something better than that. And what's better isn't being straight and not making mistakes. It's like that's all prohibition in some sense. What's better is... No, you need an adventure, man. Alcohol is an interesting drug. Alcohol is a hell of a drug. Come in. 
to the world from time to time. And there are people who do find out over decades-long periods what they could be like if they were who they were. If they spoke their being forward. And they get stronger and stronger and stronger. And we don't know the limits to that. We do not know the limits to that. And so you could say, well, in part, perhaps the reason that you're suffering unbearably can be left at your feet. Because you're not everything you could be, and you know it. You know it. You know it. Because you're not everything you could be, and you know it. You know it. You know it. What would you be like? 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 And of course, that's a terrible thing to admit, and it's a terrible thing to consider, but there's real promise in it, right? Because it means that perhaps there's another way that you could look at the world and another way that you could act in the world. So what it would reflect back to you would be much better than what it reflects back to you now. Imagine that many people did that. We've done a lot as human beings. We've done a lot of remarkable things, and I told you already today, for example, about 250,000 people will be lifted out of abject poverty. We're lifting people out of poverty collectively at a faster rate that's ever occurred in the history of humankind by a huge margin. So there's inequality developing in many places, and you hear lots of political agitation about that. But overall, the tide is lifting everyone up, and that's a great thing. We have no idea how fast we can multiply that if people got their act together and really aimed at it. If people got their act together and really aimed at it. collectively, 
and stop making things worse, because that's another thing people do all the time. Not only do they not do what they should to make things better, they actively attempt to make things worse because they're spiteful or resentful or arrogant or deceitful or homicidal or genocidal or all of those things all bundled together in an absolutely pathological package. Pathological package. Pathological package. If people stop really, really trying just to make things worse, we have no idea how much better they would get just because of that. So you might say, well, what would happen if you abided by your conscience for five years? Or what sort of position might you be in? What would you be like? What would you be like? I was needing to do that whole thing silent. No, I can't do that silent. Make some noise for sides A and B of JBP Wave Genesis. Well, that was just banger up on banger. Banger after banger after banger. Oh my goodness. Make some noise in the chat. Make some noise in the chat. JBP Wave Genesis. Sides A and B. Those were some lovely sides. I'm putting them back in their sleeve. They're going back in there. Lovely, delightful sleeve there. By the way, I don't know if you, if you're if you're listening to this, you can't see the visual aspect, which is beautiful. The visual aspect is the record spinning. It's a beautiful record. It's it's this sort of purple explosion of stained purple purple tie dye. I don't even know what you call that. What is the word for that? It's beautiful, but it's also somehow I don't know how because the TVs are on the other side of the room. It's somehow reflecting part of the TV and the TV is showing the visual for JBP Wave Genesis and it's reflecting the JBP Wave logo in the top of the vinyl and when I mess with it because I've got it plugged into all my analog gear and when I mess with it uh, you can see me messing with it so you can see the digital distortion the the analog sorry you can see the analog distortions reflecting in the vinyl it's bloody beautiful is what it is and uh, entirely serendipitous. Yeah. Entirely serendipitous. Anyway, we're going in on side C. Side C. Let's get it, brothers and sisters. You're oppressed, 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 you're
even list all the ways that you're oppressed. Second, how are you going to weight them? Third, who's going to decide? That's the bloody thing. Who's going to decide? Who's going to decide? That's the thing. You have to fractionate the oppressed all the way down to the level of the individual. Oh, that's what the West figured out. It's not an accident that the axiomatic Western individual is someone who is unfit for us and tortured. It's like, yes, right, exactly.
if you're a psychotherapist or even a friend or or a supportive loved one you're going to encourage the person to face the challenges that are making them afraid to face them voluntarily what happens as a consequence of that is that the person usually is able to overcome those fears and develop the necessary skill and to prevail that's partly because not so much because they get less afraid because they get more skilled and more courageous. If you bite off a little more than you can chew, you get stronger as a consequence. And you do that in the gym, for example, when you go lift weights, you lift weights that are a little heavier all the time. And as a consequence, you develop yourself physically and you turn into who you could be. You turn into more than you are. Okay, so if you face fears a little bit at a time, fears and challenges, and you do that voluntarily, then you become Dead wood. 
the more dead wood that you let go of, let go of and burn off, burn off, burn off, burn off. When you have the opportunity, the less it accretes around you. Dead wood. of you that are no longer 
longer worthy of the pursuits that you're that you're valuing. And then I would say the idea here is that as you do that, you shape yourself ever more precisely into something that can withstand the tragedy of life and that can act as a as a beacon to the world. That's the right way of thinking about it. Maybe first to your friends and then to your family. It's like it's a hell of a fine ambition. And there's no reason that it can't happen. You know, every one of you knows people who are really bloody useful in a crisis and people that you admire, right? You can think of all those people as partial incarnations of the archetypal Messiah. That's exactly right. one side left oh my goodness just one side left side d jbp wave genesis vinyl beautiful beautiful vinyl we're listening right now these are available from meaningwave.com limited amounts remaining they ship within what is it 48 hours of you already coming in you'll get them within two to ten days depending on where you are oh man make some noise in the chat I read this New Testament line decades ago. I can never understand it. The line is, the meek shall inherit the earth. And I thought, there's something wrong with that, that line. It just doesn't make sense to me. Meek just doesn't seem to me to be a moral virtue. Meek is not a good translation. What it means is this. Those who have swords and know how to use them, but keep them sheathed, will inherit the world. Never 
let losing stop them. Never, never let losing stop them. Never, never let losing stop them. Buckle. You should be a monster. You should be a monster. You should be a monster. Life isn't a game. It's a series of games. And the right ethic is to be the winner of the series of games. And part of that means you all you have to learn how to be a good loser. Yeah. You're not going to win every single game. You should be a monster. whether that means 
that I believe in him, so to speak. But I act as if he exists. Then with regards to these other issues, the divinity of Christ, I would say the same problems with the question formulation obtain. What do you mean by divine? And also, what do you mean by Christ? These are very, very difficult questions. Now, I believe that the Logos is divine. If by divine you mean of ultimate value, of ultimate transcendent value, yes. It's divine. It's associated with death and rebirth. might mean. We 
don't understand the world very well. We don't understand how the world could be mastered if it was mastered completely. We don't know how an individual might be able to manage that. We don't know what transformations that might make possible. Your fate depends on whether or not you get your act together and to what degree you decide that you're going to live out your own genuine being. It isn't only your fate. It's the fate of everyone that you're networked with. There's seven billion people in the world and who are you? You're just one little dust moat among that seven billion and so it really doesn't matter what you do or don't do but that's simply not the case. It's the wrong model because you're at the center of a network. You're a node in a network. You're a node in a network. You're a node in a network.
responsibility. So that's the payoff, and I actually think that's the motivation. Say, well, I can't help being nihilistic. All my belief systems have collapsed. It's like, yeah, maybe. Maybe you've just allowed them to collapse because it's a hell of a lot easier than acting them out. And the price you pay is some meaningless suffering, but you can always whine about that and people will feel sorry for you. And you have the option of taking the pathway of the martyr, so that's a pretty good deal, all things considered. Especially when the alternative is to bear your burden properly and to live forthrightly in the world. If you live a pathological life, you pathologize your society. And if enough people do that, then It's hell. Really. Really. The things that you do and you don't do are far more important than you think. More important than you think. Far more important than you think. The things that you do and you don't do are far more important than you think. What's the answer to the meaning of life? Here's an answer. I was trying to solve this terrible puzzle about how it was that human beings got themselves in such a tangle about what they believed. Such a tangle that we were pointing the ultimate weapons of destruction at one another, which, by the way, we are still doing. Okay, well, I understand that. We need our belief systems. They orient us. And that means there will be conflict between belief systems, and that can be a catastrophe, and that's being played out everywhere again in very many ways. What's the solution to that? Well, one possibility is there's no solution. It's just mayhem all the way around. Could be the case. But it seemed to me, as I delved into it, that the proper solution to that was to live properly as an individual. You're more powerful than you think. Way more powerful. God only knows what you are in the final analysis. You're more powerful than you think. Way more powerful. You're blind to your own weaknesses, but you're also blind to your own strengths. And so then I think, well, if you got your act together, it'd be better for you, and instantly it would be better for your family, assuming they wanted you to get your act together, and not everyone does. And then it would be better for the community, 
Like, how far could you take that? If you stopped wasting time, and if you stopped lying, and if you oriented yourself to the highest possible good that you could conceive of, and you committed to that, how much good could you do? Well, I would say, why don't you find out? Some noise for J- <laughs> Make some noise for JVP Way Genesis. JVP Way Genesis. And what a delight. What a, if that ain't nice, I don't know what it is. Yo, that sounded great. That sounded great. And uh, the vinyl sounded great. The vinyl looked great. 
So that's nice. I'm very pleased with that. That still holds up. It's interesting. If I made that record today, it would sound completely different, which is very cool. Um, and uh, I love, I love that. I love that. Shout out to everyone locked in. Make some noise for yourself. JBP Wave Genesis vinyl. You can get that from MiniWave.com exclusively. You can own this beautiful thing right now. Shipping from our professional fulfillment center in Texas, which is fully operational. Praise be. Praise be. If you order one of these, it will ship within 48 hours. You'll get it in two to 10 days, depending on where you live. As an example, one of our friends in Norway got one of these last week and they got it in a couple of days, which is crazy. I don't even know how that works, but it do. Shouts out to the team. Shouts out to Z Fulfillment gang. Shouts out to my beautiful wife who hooked it all up. And it took a long ass time and a lot of work to get it all cracking. We got it cracking. The vinyl, the vinyl fulfillment works, baby. It works. Oh my goodness. Flying through space and time, says members time. Indeed. Indeed. Shouts out to everybody you in. Lots of applause and happy emojis out there in chat town. Woohoo! Akira the Don, beautiful, says Shecky. Shouts out to you. It was very nice how that, that logo was reflecting in the vinyl there. Very nice. One of those little beautiful serendipitous things. Children of Paul. What's yours favorite? What's yours favorite part of that record? Basically it was that record in Dreams where the where Meaning Wave really started to crystallize. As a bang. And that would have been back in basically five years ago, it was 2018. Five years ago, as we launched ourselves into the hyper-productivity zone inhabitation experiment. Back before there were over 500 songs. Lord knows how many. Over 60 albums, I think. Almost 60 albums. Almost 500 songs. You wouldn't, like, the amount of stuff I've currently got getting ready to unleash upon you all oh my goodness high vibe says it ends on a high note it really does right that always makes me well up a little bit everything that comes your way will be a blessing what's interesting is you know that's a that's obviously a sample of a vocal as he repeats it it sounds like each time he says it he's getting a little more emotional the final one sounds like he's started to cry same same vocal very amazing. Bleat Lama says, JBP Genesis is full of bops. How am I supposed to pick a favorite? I know, right? Oh my goodness. I'm finishing up a collection of songs. Right now, I'm finishing Meaning Wave Masterpieces 4. Finished a song, was it Friday or Saturday morning? Brand new, never before heard. Meaning Wave Universe person. If you've been checking out my stories on Instagram, you'll have heard a sneaky peeky. A little sneaky on the Instagram stories, a little sneaky drop. Got another one finished last night. Almost, I've got like a little tweak on the vocal to do. From a Meaning Wave superstar, 
He's only had um, this person's only had one album. People have been demanding more, more, more. Incredible new record. Uh, we have another song that uh, I can confirm is another Burton Brally written masterpiece. And then we have another song, Akira the Dawn vocal. got a massive orchestra on it got the orchestra in commissioned the orchestra so I wrote the song and, and they commissioned an orchestra got the orchestra back it's amazing I might have to it's also I mean it's, it's a really big song it's got um, three different drum kits on it live drum kits as well as electronic uh, three bassists uh, programmed sub bass uh, the guitar section so I'm going to have to do an orchestral like version of this one I mean the demo I might put the demo out it's one of them ones I've never put demos out you know I might have to do that because I mean the way I tend to write songs is they, I build them so the demo is essentially always like the first part of the process then I build upon it in this instance I actually have a demo of this song because uh, it's basically a, a piano very simple i'm playing piano and then singing and uh, just that is really really dope and then the final version is this massive production so i might have to make the uh, demo available as well there's some other songs as well from that project so like um that's wrapping up right now. There's a bunch of albums in various stages of production. One is almost finished. It's a very, very big album. Biggest sounding Meaning Wave record yet. Look at my little listicle. <laughs> We've got one, two, three, four, five, six. We actually have seven albums in active progress. That means that they're actively being worked upon as in process of being made that doesn't include records that have begun currently not in active production but work has been done on them and, uh, there's also mini albums one two three four five mini albums in progress and then there's a whole bunch of stuff that's ready to go that you've not heard yet so there's a lot coming up for you fifth year of hyperproductivity slash design inhabitation. JBP Genesis is full of bobs. How am I supposed to pick a favorite? Says Bleat Lama. Love my time in MAZ. I'll say it again. Best community on YT, says Chad Comster. Austin says, I act as if God exists and mighty thankful for the dawn and MAZ allowing this to exist. Free Consciousness says, everyone watched JVP interview with Tulsi Gabbard? I did not. Was it good? Jeremy says, we are all sworn siblings on the other side. Sif says, it's like picking a favorite child. You secretly have one. <laughs> really? Cindy says, ATD way. Matthew says, we're all going to make it. Jordan says four. I feel I missed three, but no, no, no. Phew, time flew. Yeah, yeah, four. Yeah, Mini Wave Masterpiece is four. Jocko Wave Next says free consciousness. 
People love demos, I do, says Cindy Burley. Kyla says, no other artist has ever said this, lol. Seven in progress, plus five minis, plus others on the back banner. Yeah, that's a good point. I wonder about that. Secrets of hyperproductivity. Secrets of hyperproductivity. Who would be interested in learning the secrets of hyperproductivity? Zone inhabitation. Shecky says, we are still learning. Heidi says, love everything you do. Akira, thank you all of your beautiful work. Thank you, Heidi. Uh. All right, gang, it's time to get out of here. I got to go to the UK next week. How about that? for a very, very long time. I gotta go see my father. I have not seen him since 2004. Sorry, 2014. That's the difference. 2014. Journey around Wales. For, for a week. Yo! So there will not be a stream next Sunday. Enjoy this. We have a bunch of music videos and mixes and things of that nature uh, coming out for you, so you will be entertained, don't you worry. Meanwhile, I suggest you open up a tab, head on over to meaningwaves.com and go get yourself something nice. Vinyl is back in stock. Shipping from our professional fulfillment center in texas our apparel is is operational as always treat yourself to something nice that will last you can own you can gift to your children and their children and their children been here sharing this time together this is a blessing by Joe it is a blessing thank you Cedric Taj for the super chat appreciate you K-Nut Strand or K-Nut Strand 
for that little gifting spree earlier. That was very nice of you. People appreciate you. There's been some podcasts and things recently you might not have seen. Um, you can find links and everything to those at meaningwave.com. Also, the Substack. If you like Substack, there's a Meaningwave Substack. We post a lot of things there. Shouts out to that sex. It's a beautiful day to be alive here at the Beacon Recorded Human Days to be alive. Emphasis on recorded. 